Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 out. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 156 of the Hey Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So, Three. right... What, go ahead. No, right before... Right, I just yeah. asked you right before we started recording what you had to talk about, and you, you had suggested to me that you wanted to talk about something that had to do with a pee hole. Well, what I, <laughs> what I like to do is I like to go over a lot of good stuff that I have, and I like to write down things, and there's current events, and there's news, and then right before we push record, <laughs> I go, oh yeah, 37 years in, I started using the, 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 it's not the pee hole, it's the pee flap. The fly. The fly. Right. But on like underwear. Yeah. Nay, what do you un- mean? Underpants. You didn't use that before? No. 37 years. I've always been a pull down guy. What? I've always pulled down. You know, now, I, I, no, no, I, I understand. See, I'm just saying what as in like why. Well, boxers have a, a flap, right? With maybe yeah. sometimes a button, sometimes not a button. Well, which is a terrible idea. You're out there. Yeah. I haven't but, worn but, boxers since I was like 12, though. Right. But like say regular like boxer briefs. Okay. Hot underwear talk. First minute. Right. I go I go at it hard. <laughs> it always, it has that weird flap like it's some sort of like origami fold right. in the front. Gotcha. To me, I was always like, I guess that's how they have to sew these things. Like a napkin on a cruise ship. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a you know swan. the silverware's in there, but you gotta like reach in, flip yeah. it over. Like you come in and your underwear's folded up like a swan right in the front, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know why, but I'm about to pee. I'm about to pee on it. So and there's always it always looks like like uh, like some sort of martial arts gi, like it's mm-hmm. folded over, fold over, fold. I'm like, I don't got time for this. And who knows? Once I start loosening that, is something I gonna fall out later? Something's gonna happen. So I've always been a pull down guy. Now this is. Probably nine months ago, a buddy of mine mentioned a story about how he didn't know somebody was peeing until he turned around. And, saw, and I was like, I won't get into details, but basically I was like, well, couldn't you tell because they had pulled their pants down a little bit to pee? He's like, no, he didn't. He just went out the hole. And this started the whole uh, snowball effect. I was like, what? You got to pull it down, kind of. Anyways, I ridiculed him and said, this is foolhardy. Don't use the flap. That's just, you're being silly. Uh, everybody said I was wrong. Everybody may have been right. I started using the flap. I'm a, I'm a whole different man. So, I, I can I can be driving my car now. I can be. In, in uh, your opinion, two things. In your opinion, <laughs> the flap originally was decoration, just to let you know that if you were folding laundry, which were boys' underwear and which were girls' underwear. It was, it was seamstresses just showing off. Like a bicycle with a girl's bike with the bar that goes down, and you're like, I really don't know what the point of this is, but it lets me know this is a girl's bike. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. That's a perfect <laughs> analogy. You go. Uh, the bar could be anywhere because I'm not going to use it regardless. Right. It doesn't matter. But I guess, although I think the bar is possible if you're wearing a skirt, perhaps you do something different. Like if you're old in times. I thought the bar was lower like that on a girl's bike. See, well, originally, uh, the straight across bar, I was like, well, that's a bad design because you can rack yourself real easy if you slip off a pedal. Especially when you're young and you're learning how to ride a bike. Wouldn't so it? in my opinion, the girl bar should be on the guy's bike. And if, if that's all things being equal, if that's the reason we have the slanted low bar. Yeah, if anybody would need more room, it right. would be like a dude. Well, so somebody else is going to have to tweet us or, or Facebook us and let us know what the... I'm not going to look it up. I'm well, just not. Well, listen, yeah. But with that I know being some said, people that are almost grandparents at my age, but I started, I started using it, and now uh, 
I may never go back. Well, this is the craziest thing ever. So at one point in time, there was, I don't remember if it happened before the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode or after, but there was an episode where Larry, uh, I think his, Larry divorces his wife or they're separated and she gets together with a guy who's like an underwear king. That's what yes. he does. The no that, fly zone. No fly zone. Yeah. I actually, I think a little before that, somebody that my wife knew, their husband was talking to me about this underwear that was no fly zone. Mm. Like that sort of style. No fly. It has. It yeah. looks like it has a fly, but it's sewn shut. Some call it the trunk or okay. something like that. Whatever it is, uh, he's you got to have this stuff. I go, but what's the benefit? He's like, dude, it's so soft and so comfortable. Yeah, what is the benefit? That's what it was. Was the comfort. But after wearing, I'm, I'm, I'm a what's uncomfortable? I'm, I'm a whole guy. Fly. I didn't even know it was there for 37 years. I'm That's a whole guy. So, it well, it's, it's it's smoother. There's no, you know, I guess when you have the hole, there's. Material that where the origami stuff is, so here's a little. Oh, there's folds you know, and there there could be some chafing, okay. maybe a light yeah. chafing, but in this situation, it's smooth all the way across. It's almost like you know the ass of your underwear is just one smooth panel. That would be the front, so you, you could move across the front of it and not feel any any kind of free uh, to roam. Free to roam. Now, my question to you is, uh, being a whole peer my entire life, uh-huh. two. Maybe you ought to try my way and come being. How old were you when your father passed away? (laughs) 23. So we don't have an excuse there. 23 years. He never mentioned it to me. (laughs) Or if he did, I forgot. I feel like that's something that my dad probably did. Like maybe we were both in the bathroom and I pulled my pants down like halfway to pee. And he's like, what are you doing? What you got going on here? That's not. I've already addressed that with my son so that when we go in public, he's not. Because I don't want to be the weird kid. Like you'd go, you'd be like, pants in, you'd be like in third grade, and you walk down, it looks like butter. So you, you don't want South Park, but it's like yeah, it's got the pants all the way down at the ankles. Make that, it ass just by the ear in front of the ear. I have now taught him like, hey, no, just pull it out enough. But now I'm gonna have to go, hey, son, I know I told you the old way. Uh, we may have to step our game up a little bit. <laughs> I, look, I have to. You have. We to. We all have to evolve. Yeah, we have to be prepared for. Yeah, evolve. both of us have to change the way we pee. Uh, so with kiddo. that out of the way, how you say your wife is disgusted with this? How does your wife even know? Is it because no. now you have, you're making a mess of yourself, or what? What is the? Why she, are you bringing this to her? Were you just same as me telling her, "Hey, I gotta tell you this. I've been surprised all these years. Like when I found out I like chili, at like yeah. 23 years old. Yeah. My mom was telling me today. She goes, ah, "You never ate chili growing up." I said, "I, I didn't like to eat your chili. My buddy's wife made me eat chili that she made. She forced uh-huh. me to eat it. Love chili. How, Wouldn't you, have known. Didn't you eat nothing but chili for some time? Oh yeah, turkey chili for like I don't know six weeks." Really, six weeks? Yes. I lost like 35 pounds. That's insanity. You probably breakfast, lunch, 35, and uh, breakfast, lunch, months off your life. Breakfast. Probably. Chili breakfast. Oh, it was healthy. It was just black beans and uh, turkey chili. and I could see it being healthy, but you know how like when you eat certain foods, you have that, that taste stays with you. Yeah. Like you eat White Castle, you taste onions for a couple days. Yeah, I smoked a cigar at about 9.30 this morning. I still taste it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cigars <laughs> are the same thing. I would imagine the chili would do that as well. <laughs> But no, my wife. She, here in, in the ever since we started podcasting, almost it's been this thing where it's constantly the evolution of man, always trying to get it right, right? I can't seem to get it right, and I always blame my parents. Uh, so what happened now is she basically said to me, "Okay, the fly is one part of it." But she basically she doesn't know about this. If she ever listens to this, she'll find out that I'm a, a, a flat peer now. Um, she, I forget what I was doing one day, but I go on and on about the show, like I, I, my idols, like Adam Carolla and George Carlin. I go on like I don't care if I wash my hands, like ever. Um, oh, there was a debacle about peanut butter and jelly. I put the peanut butter on, 
No, I put the jelly on, then I lick that same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's nasty. I lick that same thing, and then I get the peanut butter. Unless I have guests over, because last time I had a, I had a guest, I said, do you want P- PBJ? And he listened to the show, and he goes, no, dude, not, not if you're making it. Right. So, uh, I do a lot of gross things, I guess. My wife has always mostly ignored them, but it was a few, a few weeks ago now, where she was like, we're talking about something, and she just goes... I don't think you realize how gross you are. Now, I never pictured myself. Oh, we were on a date. That's right. We were <laughs> perfect, on a date. Perfect time. We were on to a bring date. Yeah, we were on a date, which we never get. But we had a babysitter go out for a romantic evening, and about 13 minutes in, she's like, I don't think you know how gross you are. So, since she, I figured if she's going to throw that out on a date, then it must be important. It must, sure. it must carry some emotional weight for her. So, I started doing an inventory of things. And it seems like every four to six weeks, I just do an overhaul. I'm like, now I'm a, a beard guy that's going to be working in the garage. I'm going to uh, make toys out of wood with a lathe that I still have not bought, right? And then six weeks later, I'll be like, you know what? I think I'm going to be the guy that that, that, that chops wood and, and jogs in jeans. Like, I, I never seem to get it right. Well, my newest one is I was like, okay, maybe she's on to something with all these uh, all these gross things that I've always taken pride in being gross. Maybe it's not so nice, right? So I'm trying to trim up the edges. Started using the fly. Uh, uh, I attempted to shave body hair, but and, and that didn't work out great either. Like on your like chest hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because when I was younger, it didn't matter. It, but then when I was younger and I sort of cared more about like my physical appearance, I didn't really have any any hair. And then I got married and I got older. And then the next thing I realized, I was like, oh, I guess I do now. Well, I tried to go. All right, you want me to lock it up? I'm gonna lock it up. And she must have laughed at me for the first eight or nine days. She's like, I can't wait for someone to grow back. It just doesn't look right. So, I, not off. Short. I thought, okay, I'll just make it short. I'll make it look uh, like I like a person. Like, like a landing strip. Like a, yeah, like, <laughs> right. I put, uh, I put a Hitler mustache right from my belly button all the way to uh, my bottom lip. Right. Uh, but, oh, yeah, like, um, like I've joked before about my brother. I told you earlier, like, with him, it'll be like, sometimes my brother Mark, I look at him and I think that in his head he's thinking, okay, what would a, what would a, what would a sane person do right now? A sane person would reach out their hand and go, how are you today? And shake their hand. Almost like those those old, like that that hashed out plot where they put the earpiece in. Mm-hmm. And there's a like person. Like a Cyrano de yeah, There's a person, there's like a detective or something in the van and going, like, say this, say this. Right. I think uh, Sunny Philadelphia did it with Charlie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like that with my brother. Well... That's what I'm doing now. I'm like, okay, if a person who cared about germs and hygiene, what would they do? And I, and I saw I saw the Clippers, and I go, I guess they would clean this shit up. I don't know. So, um, so I did that. It didn't go over well. Uh, we've covered the fly. I don't know. I, I, uh, I people were knocking. Me. I didn't know there was any other way. Honestly, I just pulled down. Yeah, but no. Well, here, here's why. Here's back, back to the flap or fly. To quote you, yeah, but no. <laughs> here's where it does come in handy. Normally, it doesn't matter, but if you ever wear a dress shirt and that kind of thing, or even a shirt with with buttons that goes down, now it's a whole game changer because you don't have to retuck. I don't tuck in anything ever, right? But when you do have to wear something, you tuck in. That's when it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so just I don't know. I uh, pe- people were knocking me because I've made, done nothing but talk crap about beards, and I've and I've had a beard for three months. <laughs> but here's the difference: I don't no. just let it go all cockamamie. Now you're now you're moving the goalposts. Yeah, yeah, anybody. <laughs> you're moving yeah, the goalposts. That's like the guy who like me when I quit smoking, and then all of a sudden anybody who smoked was the biggest piece of shit around, and well, I just had to stop and be like, "Really, dude? You're gonna smoke?" Well, first of all, I don't. 
You'd have to prove that I ever said anything about beards because okay. people are bringing it up, but I'm like, prove it. When? Okay. When did it happen? <laughs> I think we can make that. I'm happen. like, can can you name a specific spot? Can you put a drop in a, in the podcast? Nobody has yet come up with a specific spot when I made it up when I said anything about beards. Well, I remember saying I like them a lot. What I don't like is people that, uh, except with the exception of a couple of people, because every time I say say this now, I think of a couple of people that I really like with big beards. But I don't let mine go all crazy. True. No, it's, I gotcha. Trim. This is soap opera beard shit right here. It's not a hipster beard. Nope. So that's really what you were what you were railing against. Whatever. Yeah, it looks like a grown up. <laughs> okay. So the, recently, somebody was asking me. We we're talking about the podcast, and somebody was asking me about politics or whatever, and, and they mentioned to me like, you know, you know, I noticed you guys, you really don't talk about politics ever. And I know right when the election happened, we did once when the election happened. I mean, we would have been remiss in not mentioning that Donald Trump was the president. Yeah, and I think a little bit before we were like, dude, this guy might win, or but but nothing about politics. Well, plus, like we, I, I know I personally hit a boiling point too, where I was like, I avoided avoiding. After a while, I was like, I gotta say something. Then once I didn't, I realized everybody else had to say yeah. something every day, all the time. Well, the point is, is I'm still not going to say anything about politics. But in this conversation, yeah. politics, I, politics I, I was sort of trying to figure out how I would explain because, like, you know, when you do the little description for iTunes or Facebook or Twitter about what the podcast is about, like a little blurb. I always am like wondering, like, what is it about? Is it about two guys in their late 30s or now early 40s talking about, you know, growing up in, in mid North, Northwest Indiana, raising families in Northwest Indiana, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I notice that the majority of the stuff we talk about is almost like social engineering and, and, and how, from our standpoint, we believe society or people should act. And I, I think we're on the mark on 90% of the stuff. And I notice this because although we didn't come up with the idea of Pig Parker, we definitely put it out there and we talk about it a lot. And we see more and more listeners who are like-minded who go like, dude, on it, this is, it's out of control. Yeah. And even some of our listeners, uh, somebody posted a story the other day about how I think a guy got arrested or somebody got hurt because somebody confronted somebody or stabbed somebody over yeah, a Pig Parker. Yeah. yeah. Um, in that same vein, my wife made me go to this. Uh, as you know, we're, we're in the end stages of, of building our house. So now we have to get uh, a fridge and stove and all the appliances. It's looking so good. She I'm drives us pictures. out to this. Uh, excuse me. She makes me drive her out to this place called ABT, which is in Glenview, Illinois. It's about like an hour and ten minutes away, like by Skokie. Yeah. I was wondering why, too. Well, the reason is, is because this place has every single model of everything on the floor. So if you wanted to get an idea of what you really wanted, you could do a comparison right there instead of going like, well, I know Meyer sells this brand and this store sells this brand or not Meyer, but like, you know, Home Depot sells this brand. So or the selection Lowe's. is just, they have a huge bananas. selection. Yeah. And you could literally, you could physically put your hand on each item and go, okay, I don't like the way this door opens or it seems like it's kind of flimsy. So in her mind, it was like, I'm not going to buy anything, but I want a price check and I want to see all everything, that all the top end stuff to the low end stuff and just get an idea. So we, it was already annoying to me that I had to drive out there with her having zero intentions of purchasing stuff. I do feel right? like if it was my wife, I'd go, if they don't have it at Home Depot, Lowe's, Sears, I think Sears is close. If they don't have it at the few places by us. Um, then you're just... Well, here's the thing. They would... You then could you or- have to build one and well, you, you put ice in it. You could order it or say you could buy it from Lowe's, but maybe Lowe's only had the black uh, stainless steel. And she it. wanted to see what the stainless steel yeah, stainless steel looked it. like. And it was like, hey, my mom's going to watch the kids. Let's go out. We went to we went to the Jewish Deli out in Skokie. So it was like, yeah. hey, let's make an afternoon of it. 
So she dragged me out there. It was awful. But the worst part about the whole experience was I was in the mall. It's, it's like a store that looks like a mall. So it has like the, the all the appliance section. Then it has like a little watch store. ABT has like their own watch store inside there. And then it has like a, a, you know, like a pottery barn sort of thing where you could get like kitchen designing stuff. and all, but, okay. but it's all under ABT. So Let me ask you this. Does it, my favorite place of those stores, does it have fake stuff like appliances? What do you mean? Like I go to Ikea... And I let my wife pick out all the furniture, all the decorations, all the everything. All I want to do is look at fake VCRs, fake no, TVs, not have and that. fake Blu-ray like in, in, No, no. This was like really top-end stuff. So it was like, it was really set up like a real nice, high-end, rich. My dad was the same way. I'm like an eight-year-old. I'm like, look at this. Does this look like a real TV? <laughs> oh, look. It's I'm like smacking. I'm like, this is plastic. They, they had, you know, the, the uh, refrigerator that looks like your cabinets was like $20,000. So, I mean, it oh, went all the way up to, like, yeah. the stuff you would see in people's houses in Briar Ridge. Yeah. Or, you know, in, like, a, a million plus. My old boss had one of those. So cool. It is cool. But, and then my wife's like, hey, check this out. Here's a humidor. And, and I'm like, well, first of all, I would never buy enough cigars to necessitate a, a standing furniture, piece of furniture humidor. Like, I have a little box that goes on top of a tabletop. I'm not going to need any of that. Yeah. But it was, like, five grand. She's like, you should get it for the basement. I'm like, you crazy. No, nah, I'm not doing that. You need to check that away mentally and be like, but the, <laughs> you she remember? Was cool. she was I videotaped cool her and I Snapchatted grand. it and I saved it so they have it. So you need to find things that you do want that cost five grand and go, hey, you were cool with the humidor. But this was the craziest thing ever. And I know you've seen, you'll see it here and there where people have these stupid um, uh, emotional dogs that they bring every they bring places. Oh, yeah. But well, this there's, place. There's PTSD dogs and there's um, emotional I'm not talking about dogs. the PT. I'm not talking about the soldiers who, you know, I'm talking yeah. about, you know, Support the, dogs. The, the Tupperware sales lady that lives down the street from you carrying around a, a Yorkie, you know, in her purse. Yeah. Not, not any emotional. Oh, that's you know. way out of control. So, yeah. this, there are people walking their dogs on leashes in the appliance store. What? And I'm not talking about one. I'm not talking about two, five, six. What? And I'm thinking, and dude, the store is asses to elbows already. It's You could barely get through. And there is probably 10 sales representatives for every customer. If you stop short for one second... There is somebody there on you. Hey, are you looking for something? Can I help you? And if, if you could shoo that guy away. No, I'm not interested. You turn the other way, there's another guy. Can so I what, help you? So what is the pitch then? Like salespeople make me anxious, so I need to bring in my colleague? I have no idea. But all I'm telling you is I looked around and I was so annoyed because I'm thinking, you know when you walk the dog, there's like a social contract where you carry a poop bag. Because if your oh dog my. poops on my front lawn, you pick it up. Yeah. These people had no poop bags. They were, I'm like, who cleans up the poop? Yeah, you know, good and question. It, so when your dog lifts its leg and pees on an appliance, you know, a five thousand dollar stove, that's not something where you could go over a store personnel should come out and be like, oh, it's not a big deal. It happens all the time because you know as well as I deal. do, that's well, got to happen. Once one dog right? pees, every dog pees in that same spot. Oh, dude. So I'm like, who? Where are we in the world that people are so self-centered oh. and so? I mean, it's to the point where I mean, I'm not talking about someone carrying in a. a, a a lasso opso. I'm talking about people bringing in a collie. But I'm talking about still. people bringing in a, an Airedale, a big dog, multiples. And then it's like, oh, well, my dog's kind of people aggressive, or my dog, do I have to, am I supposed to pet your dog? If I'm shopping for something and your dog's on a six foot leash and he gets, he, you're not paying attention, he's sniffing at my wife's purse, or, you know, I don't understand what's happening here. To me, that's even worse than the pig parker. No, that's awful. That's awful. It is worse than a pig parker. Well, pig parker is like, hey, I only care about me. I care where my, my vehicle goes. I don't care about your vehicle. Um, that's rude, and it should be 
uh, handled with vandalism. I always encourage that kind of thing. But when you have the dog, it's a reoccurring. It's like you're pig parking constantly. Where does it end? Where do you not take your dog into? Where do you, as a human being, that take... Because my, my wife was like, okay, say you had to run to the vet. Or you were like, you had a bunch of stuff to do and your dog needed to be groomed. And you're like, well, I'm not going to go all the way back home because my groomer's across town. So, And I needed to run by ABT and, and buy that microwave. You can't. Nowadays, you can't leave your dog in the car either. If it's 65 degrees, people are like, it's 65 out, and the dog is uh, in the car, and he looks yeah. like he's in distress. So the, dog the law says now I can break your window out, and, and you're know, and you going to be held responsible. So people don't want to leave their dogs in the car. The dog temperatures, that's 172. <laughs> so my thing is leave your dog at home. Your dog has no bit. If you're walking it around the neighborhood, fine. If you're walking it at a dog park, fine. Outside of that, I've often said, don't, bring your, don't ever show up to my house to visit me with your dog. Even in my front yard, I have no. I don't want to see your dog. You don't even buy a dog. I, I mean, serious. Like, what is? I don't get it. And I know we have some listeners who are fur parents or whatever they call themselves. <laughs> or are big on that 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 that, that stupid yeah. shit. Okay. I'm just saying, like, I I get you love your dog. I give you. I get you want to give your dog a great dog bed. And you want to have the gourmet dog treats. But like, at what point does your dog's rights? get to infringe on my the where moment my I rights start what is it when do my rights start and your dog's yeah. rights end the moment i see smell or hear it is when yours ends so let me ask you what's more annoying to you a guy driving down the street or a woman with a dog on their lap like like in front of the steering wheel or someone bringing their dog into a mall or, or a store like a retail store well the store for sure yeah for sure, yeah. I don't want any part of that. It doesn't annoy you when you see someone at a stop sign and their dog's mouth is out the driver's window. It bothers me, but then sometimes I laugh if the dog makes a silly face and stings <laughs> his head out the window. Then I'm like, oh, look at that dog. He's, you know, that dog's funny. But I don't want him anywhere. anywhere. Well, how about this? Let me, let me take it a step further for you. If you care about your dog so much... Well, first of all, I don't think you do care about your dog. I think you care about you. Because you feel whatever. You want your dog. Your dog's not like, hey, I want to go to ABT and look <laughs> right. at, at, a, at a new gas, uh, you know, range stop stove. Uh, you care about you, not your dog. That's for that's for starters. Your dog wants to um, sit around and eat the food right off the floor as you leave mm. and sit on a cold tile floor. That's what the dog wants to do. Sniff a crotch or two. Y- yes. You care about you. So I'll take it a step further. If you care about your dog, then bring your dog. Well, what does your dog need? Does your dog need, maybe your dog needs an emotional Maybe your dog is an emotional human. Yes. <laughs> maybe your dog likes to have t- its toys with it. Maybe your dog likes to fart in certain areas, you know, so you get to take it. Maybe you bring your dog's chew toys with, right? Because your dog feels more comfortable when it has his chew toys. Perhaps your dog uh, feels more calm when he gets to play ball with a tennis, in tennis ball, you know, play mm-hmm. catch. So when you go into ABT, start chucking that tennis ball yeah. around. Start Just do whatever. Take that I mean, little that thing that looks like a um a uh, uh what's the game I play the ski ball like a track ball mm-hmm. throw that track ball swing uh, it across right, the store right across um when you next time you go to Albert's jewelry store <laughs> just chuck that ball across and be like hey my dog wanted to play ball right now I feel better when my dog's here my dog feels better when he's shitting in your jewelry case <laughs> right. um these are all rights well I mean that would be the next step right is like is it's, now I'm comfortable I want to make sure my dog's comfortable I understand 100 percent bringing your dog to Pet Supplies Plus, because they want your dog there. They're, that's the whole thing of the store. It's like, hey, bring your dog here. Yeah. Let him walk around. Maybe he gets. Maybe when you bring him here, we convince you, hey, we'll, like, we'll groom him. So that maybe bring them some business. Yeah. But when you're outside of that, even when, like say you're at a, a picnic, like a, a company picnic, and somebody decides, why? There's always that one or two jackasses that decide to bring their dog. Like if you had, hey, we're having a birthday party for my daughter at my house, and then the, 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 the people just show up with their dog. 
Yeah. Oh, he's really friendly. I don't give a shit. Well, Get him nobody, out of my house. Nobody likes your kids as much as you do. Right. Uh, nobody likes your dog as Definitely. much as you do. You gotta, you gotta understand that. You I mean, I like your dog when I'm at your house and I'm I'm sitting on your chair and I, your dog comes up and I pet him, but I don't want him at my house. I don't even like dogs, but sometimes when I see them, I'll be like, this dog needs to be. I do dog. like dogs. I'll, this I'll is, give it. I'll give the dog the good. I don't like dog people. That it needs. You know, that's yeah. a thing. Yeah. And and there are there are some dogs I just look at and I I get that like. They might as well be Ann Coulter or somebody. They have that face <laughs> where you're just like, oh, that dog looks like a total bitch. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean that in dog terms. I mean like uh, like a jerk. Yeah, if absolutely. Pick, yeah, yeah. If you're picking you up like what I'm putting down. Like you can't tell if it's a female. So, sure. yeah. So, anyway, she had me go all the way there. We we, we did not buy anything as, as we <laughs> I just can't believe there's so dogs do. in that kind of... Oh, well, yeah. You know, the last Crazy. thing about that, too, is it ruins it because I used to see a veteran or somebody with a dog, and I would love it. I would be like... Oh man, that 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 guy, or usually or a girl, but he was suffering, and now he's got something yes. yeah. that is allowing him to be like me and you. Right. I would be like, whatever that dude had, this dog is helping him. That's awesome. I'm glad he got what he needs. He served our country. Obviously, something happened to him where he wasn't okay. Thankfully, they found a solution. <laughs> you know what I mean? I legitimately would think like that. I'd be like, that's awesome. That's cool. That guy got a dog. I bet that dog loves him so much. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Now I'm like, everybody does it. So. Yeah, no, it, it just it's gotten out of control. What if I wanted to bring my snake? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like I my comfort, my comfort bow. Have you seen the people that walk around with a cockatoo on their arm? You ever seen no. a bird person like that? <laughs> no, they got you, you know how you have the uh, the the uh, the guy that runs all the time, the running guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a I, I, I've seen people around walking around with a, with a cockatoo, just like walking through the neighborhood, and there's a bird on their shoulder. That's sweet. I remember a long time ago you had mentioned like. Um, you had, it's funny, just because you sit in LAC all the time, you had mentioned people mowing the lawn with ear, ear protection. Mm-hmm. You mentioned it a long time yeah, ago. And right. I was like, that must be like a thing where you're from. I didn't see it. I'm starting to see it now everywhere. Yeah, I live like six blocks away from you. Yeah, well, I, it's a different town. I just thought maybe like, eh, it's... Toity-toity over well, there. I, 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 grew up, I grew up in Nashville. Nobody wore ear protection when they were shooting guns. You know, so I was like, but now I see it all the time. Like, yeah, my mom said something about you the other day, and I said, well, yeah, but you grew up in Nashville. And she goes, you know... If me and your father wouldn't have moved, you would have grown up in Hessville too because you lived there for two years. I go, yeah. man, I don't know who I would have been. Oh, yeah. I don't know who I would have been. You, With your attitude and, and then living in that area, yeah, you would have been. You probably would have been knifed at 14. <laughs> probably. You knife, or be, knife or be knifed. Well, yeah, well, you, yeah, you probably would have done both. You would have knifed and, be, <laughs> and, and been knifed. Oh, man. Yeah, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was asking my buddy the other day, I said, uh, we we're talking about his girlfriend, and I said, uh, you, "You ever seen those shirts that say uh, if you if you could read? It's like a Harley guy, and it says if you could read this, the bitch fell off.' Yes. Or you know they have yeah. these shirts where it's like it's supposed to be like a, a funny phrase about your wife or your you know she's your 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 property or you see the bikers like property of of uh, hacksaw and the, the chicks wearing the you know yeah. I'm the property of hacksaw. I'm I was always I'm wondering hacksaw's bitch. what I asked him, and I will ask you the same thing." What do you think the odds are that you could get Allison to wear a shirt that says Ben's bitch? Like to a, an event or, you know, something like If you told her, like, hey, you know, we're doing a Hey Man thing and it's sort of like a, a funny catchphrase on the show since she doesn't listen anyway. Yeah. Could you convince her to wear a shirt that says Ben's bitch? I couldn't get her to wear that shirt while she was emptying out my bank account. <laughs> no, she, no. Even no. for, like, she wouldn't have a sense of humor where, like... She would go... Oh, I guess there was a joke. I don't like your joke. I'm not wearing it. I don't even like you. I'm not wearing that shirt. No. There's nothing you could do to negotiate that? Yeah. Yeah. I could uh, buy a house in Monster. That would do it. You think so? Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the shirt would cost me three hundred and twenty thousand dollars. So yeah, she would wear the shirt for that much. Yeah, oh. and that's for not a real nice house. That's for. A... Would you ever wear a shirt that said Allison's bitch? Uh, yeah, if it was funny. Yeah, like, see, was that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, sure. Like, if yeah. you did the same, you know, like, the I'm a stupid or something like that. What, yeah. what would it take for your wife to wear an I'm a stupid? Like, or maybe, for you? Like, if I got her to wear, like, Dream Crusher, and yeah. then me have a shirt that says, like, my dreams have been crushed, or something <laughs> like that. I started call, I started referring to my kids as the vacation killers, too. I'm not, I'm still, I'm still on the fence. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, okay, so what? I love, I love them to death, but I started thinking about all the cool stuff I, I wear. Could you get her to rock, if you were to wear the I'm a stupid? Yeah. Do you think she would make you change if you're like, oh, it's just, you know, it's kind of like a funny shirt that somebody bought me in? Like just by myself. Yeah, if you wore a shirt that said, I'm a stupid, and you kept on positioning yourself to have the arrow facing the wife. Oh, no. I don't think she, she doesn't like attention on her. Like, that, no. I don't, <laughs> she, she would just be like, no. She would be like, what? Well, my um, buddy was like, hey, he goes, there's no way in hell my old lady would ever wear a shirt that said, Kyle's bitch. And I said, well, I'm going to call her. He goes, do it. Call her up. <laughs> so I called her, or I, I actually Snapchatted her, uh, me saying that. And she sent me back just like this, the, the most horrendous face I've ever seen in my life. And that was an obvious no. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's not happening. I think my wife would probably wear it. If I told her, like, if she was, because my wife's all about themes. And if I was like, hey, the theme of tonight is, you know, you're a bitch. You got to wear this shirt. <laughs> I, yeah, I think. I like think for that, a joke. Yeah, I, mean, I think your wife would be more willing to get involved and do that. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Well, she she's also a little bit more of a loud personality. No. She's a little more of a... The verbose. Vo- the, the volume's up. She's a bit verbose, a bit amped up at times. <laughs> so I could see her being like, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the bitch. That's fine, or whatever. You know, I could see her being like, I'll play that character for 10 minutes. But my I think you could sell like, it like, you know, oh, you know, you're like, you're my woman. Like, I, I could probably... I feel like I could sell it to her. I'll say, well, she'll listen and she'll tell me. I'm sure I'll hear about it. I I have to get into a fist fight with my wife to change the station in the car. <laughs> she wants. Wait, to wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah. If you're driving, it's your pick. Yes. So and that's that's a rule. It, and then I change it back, and she changes. How it. does she change it? It's your and pick. Then we start punching. It's your pick. Yeah, you know, but she physically takes her finger and pushes that button. She doesn't give a damn about rules or society. Like we have a we have a rule, and that that is a steadfast rule. Now my wife will say, "Please, please," and I'll say, "No." No, it's a rule that she doesn't respect. <laughs> So my wife has a lot of those. But yeah, yeah. In yeah. this case, I tell her, I'm driving. One, I want to listen to this, and then eventually she'll go. Let's just not have music and turn it off. Like that's yeah. still not an option. I get to choose. Well, I agree with you. Like, and if there was a judge in the back seat that like saw things clearly, he would All go. Right. He would go. I clearly side with the driver. You're, you're driving to a birthday party and a kid's birthday party. Oh, I'm miserable party. already. Now I got to hear this. And you're as you're going there, your wife goes, "Hey, do you remember the card?" But you're way too far to turn back. Nah, I forgot it. We're going to stop at CVS. You're driving. She's in the passenger seat. Yeah. Who gets out at CVS? Uh, I Let me, not between yeah. you and her. First, let's let's look at it this way. What is the correct answer? I send my four-year-old in. I no, say, but, buy the cutest <laughs> one you can. If you, if you are the driver and the passenger, there's a front seat passenger and somebody needs to hop out real quick, what is the, the, the general way that you go out? out. Yeah. Passenger jumps yeah. out. My wife tells yeah, me. Yeah, I'm not going to take the keys out. Yeah, my know. wife tells me that. I have to, the driver has to jump out. I'm like, well, I'm already doing the driving. No, Why yeah. would I have to jump out? That doesn't make any sense to me. Now, in this situation, if you told her that you, if she goes, Ben, I gave you the card. I, you had the card. And you go, oh, you know what? I put it down on the TV because, you know, the kid was doing this and yeah. I had to help him out. And she, okay. Now, 
Does that change? The onus is on me. Right. Do you have to get out of the car and slam the car door angrily? No, because I'm still driving. Does it change you're, anything? You put a mere passenger in my vessel. <laughs> Does it change anything uh, if it's something specific? Like I would tell my wife, well, like it's a card for a birthday party, and I don't really know anything about that. I'm a man, like you know, that's, yeah. a, that's sort of a you chick do thing. Like, like, like oh, the birthday, <laughs> a card birthday. Like you say it backwards. It's yeah. You, know, yeah. you mean a calendar? <laughs> like you could, you could do that. Uh, I suppose. I mean, I do. I can sell dumb really easy. <laughs> my, well, my wife says everywhere I go with her. I'm so obnoxious, she thinks, because I'm trying to prove to her, like, it's just a pain in the ass to take me anywhere. So, like, <laughs> we went to Aldi, and, like, every woman in the aisle I'm asking a stupid question to, or I'm pushing my cart into a lady and smiling, or I'm knocking things off the shelf. And she's like, what are you doing? See, I can't do that. And I'm like, I'm just bored. I have to tamper my personality down. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just down bored. To, no, not me. Yeah, I have to take my frequency down to almost, like... Like life support. Really? Yeah, I just grab the things. I look straight forward. I gra- I, I it's gra- all business. Yeah, I grab whatever she wants me to. I say, yes, dear. And if I grab graham crackers and she thinks that's stupid, I go, you're right. That is stupid. I hate graham crackers. What did you want, honey? <laughs> well, we she usually goes shopping by herself because she doesn't want to have to take the kids with. So I just stay home with the kids. She gets to go shopping. And, oh, yeah. You know, it's just sure. easier that way. I don't know. There's a lot of people... Uh, like my brother, him and his wife, and I probably I think their daughter. They all do everything together. We've I could done do it. it. I could done do it a couple it. times. No, Sometimes she'll be it. like, "Hey, we're all off. Why don't we go together?" And I'm like, "No, why don't we not?" Go it doesn't. End, it doesn't end well. I think if you have one kid, like my brother has one kid, it's easier. Especially she's yeah, it's a girl. Maybe. maybe. But you have a little boy that runs around and is getting you know into stuff, and, and now we have we have a little girl and a boy, and they're at odds constantly. Mm-hmm. So. My wife's yelling at my son. I'm yelling at my you have wife. Two so kids like... begging for junk food <laughs> right. in separate aisles at the same time. Oh. No, no, that's not good. Kids, we're, we're good to go out to like the park or something fun. If, if like if the goal is fun, yeah, let's go as a group. Well, but we if went the to goal a, is to do anything. We no. went to a family wedding recently for my cousin, and my aunt was like, "Oh, uh, from out of town." She's like, "You didn't bring the kids." I'm like, "Why would I bring the kids to a wedding? That sounds like the stupidest thing ever." I mean, yeah, we wanted to have fun idea. here. Yeah, because because to me. If you're a kid at a wedding, like a little kid, like say five, six, seven years, that, that age group, you're going to go out there and you're going to dance the night away maybe for a couple of songs. And you're going to be, by the time it's eight, nine o'clock at your normal bedtime, you're going to want to go home. You're going to start whining about wanting to go home. So we, 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 me and my wife both agree. If we go on vacation um, or anywhere, and if we're going to go to Disney, obviously we take the kids. But other than that, like we would opt to not take our kids if yeah. we could to any event where there's going to be adults commiserating with other adults. Well, then they'll always go like, you could have brought your kids. We yeah. told you you could have brought them. And we're like, yeah, I mean, yes, we had your blessing to be miserable. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, thank you. Why would I want to? I have someone watching my kids. It's just way easier that they're way. Like, you could have brought them and, and, and provided a babysitter not as much fun. Why didn't you do that? <laughs> so at least you're in agreement with that. Because I know a lot of times you were, at least early on, you were like, well, the wife doesn't really do the babysitter thing or we oh. don't have anybody. Yeah. Are you at that level yet? We just didn't yet? go anywhere. We just didn't do anything about I mean, you get babysitters years. now? Yes, sometimes it's still pretty. So, scarce. like her family, it's pretty. Oh yeah, it's pretty scarce. Now that my niece went back to college, that hurt. That, oh <laughs> man, that took a, that took about fifty percent of our babysitters <laughs> off the market. So yeah, no, we don't do that. Let me ask you this. Um, I, I thought about this the other day because it made me laugh. Uh, now that I mean, obviously, I said I got on Facebook a little while ago. I'm already sick to death of it, by the way. But I got Facebook, and once you say you like something a couple times or whatever, now I you see it. Right. Like, there's these t-shirts called, like, grunt style. Yeah, it's called, there's a term for it, where, like, the internet realizes what, it's like a shopping thing. Some where sort of like, algorithm where they yeah, see you. Yeah, if you go on Amazon, it'll show up on your Facebook, that same product. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, I bought a couple things off Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Man, ever since I got Amazon Prime on accident, I actually got charged a hundred something dollars. Great, isn't it though? All I do is buy stuff online now. <laughs> but that's where this this Grunt shirts came in. There, I think they're called Grunt Grunt Style something. They're all like like made by veterans, made in the U.S. It's all this like like American flags, but but they have bullets on them. They're all like very like uh, you cock know, diesel, red meat cock. <laughs> yeah, this is my. This one of them says this is my killing shirt. It's kind of cool. But I looked at a couple of them and I said. Ah, Wait, they didn't have any bad boy club shirts? No, yeah. Yeah, they were, I was, they were all out of... Uh, uh, co-ed naked soccer? I was like, I, if I can't afford real Ed Hardy stuff, <laughs> yeah, I'll have to do this. So, but, I don't know. I clicked on one of them because I was like, oh, cool. Like, let's make it... Like, if, I'm, if I need a white shirt anyway, I'll buy this one. It looks cool. But here's where I got suckered in. Plus, I'm always like, what can I do to not look uh, so weird? Maybe maybe I'll look manly at all, you know, at all times. Uh, well, I'd get rid of those peg leg sweatpants you're wearing. You love tapered sweats. <laughs> Worse, oh, but anyway. Dude, I went to Rock and Rail. And those are neoprene. They're not sweats. They're not? What no. the hell is neoprene? It's like uh, what you would wear like a like a mask that you would wear when you're uh, snow blowing outside. Well, I miss I misspoke. Sweatpants I misspoke. Are, not, are cotton. Look, not look more manly at all times, right. but I'm always trying to evolve. Right. Um, so I'm looking at these grunt style shirts, and all of a sudden I'm thinking like, like I want to buy all these things. I don't even I'm, I don't even like the phrases. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like what they say. I'm like, ah, that's too like. That's too rednecky, and I don't buy redneck Ass, shit. Ass, you know? gas, or grass. Nobody rides <laughs> yeah. for free. No, but it's all like, like, like backwoods. Like it's all this like tough guy redneck shit, and I'm not into any of it. But I'm like, then why do I keep looking at all these shirts? And I realize it's because the mannequins are so swole. The mannequin- you think you're gonna look like that in the shirt? <laughs> yes. The mannequins are all buff, and they wear them super tight. So like, no matter what stupid slogan is there, and not all of them are stupid, but I'm trying to find one that I go, okay. I'm, I'm trying to reconcile in my head, why does my brain keep saying you need to buy these shirts when you've cycled through 30 phrases and you've, you've rolled your You eyes. haven't found the one that really hits home yet. I've rolled my eyes each time like, oh, like I'd rather be in my truck, Can't, you know, like I was born a camel. I'm like, what? I don't like any of these. And it finally dawned on me, oh, I just want to look super buff like these mannequins do in these shirts. So they totally tricked me. I almost ordered like several hoodies and a couple shirts. With slogans that I didn't even really get behind or like because I think that I would look as swole. So I, I, I still think maybe I have to buy one to see if they are some kind of crazy cool fit that makes you look no, awesome. No, they're not. Like maybe if I put this shirt on all of a sudden – look here's You mean thing. like Batman has the, the made-in, the fabricated – Yeah, uh, yeah. like let me lay it out like this. Let me like – I could diet for 12 <laughs> weeks and I could do tons of cardio or I could buy this shirt. Which one do you think sounds – Obviously, more. I have Prime too. So, which one? I can't diet. With well, me. you could watch the Tick at least, if nothing else comes of uh, Prime. Well, Prime doesn't help me diet or anything like that. So, uh, I would be so sad if I ordered these shirts and they were just like, like uh, they're boxy and just... like, like when you go to baseball games and they shoot them out of the yeah, cannon right. and you get the shirt and you're like, this is the most ill-fitting <laughs> garbage piece. Of, like, like anything out of a cannon is the worst. Like, I would it, agree. Like. If you shot filet mignon out of a canyon at me, or a cake cannon, excuse me, uh, yes, I would still eat it. But I would be like, this is the most generic filet mignon I've ever I had. would agree. So, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I got to tell you this. Uh, in synopsis, I don't know if I should buy a Christ-style shirt to see if I look swole or not. I would. Why not? Hell, we'll take a picture of it, put it on the website, and let the people decide. Should I buy? I would buy one with the most obnoxious phrase ever. The, Maybe the, one that says affliction. If I could get a grunt style shirt that had like some sort of, yeah, some sort of uh, like Ed Hardy affliction. Maybe you can get them to make a, use their shirts to make a Hey Man shirt. I mean, this is at least good, uh, 
I don't know if it's good advertising because I'm just talking about how much I don't like their stuff. <laughs> but I swear I do. Something about it. Something about it. Yeah, it's about the way that the shirt's cut. When I say something about it, I think I mean what you just said. Yeah, right. Yeah. Are you looking for a phrase that you like? Yeah, I'm looking at some, like, freedom. Like, there's, like, a Spartan helmet. That's too too much uh, testosterone. It, it seems like posturing. It, does it come with a bandana if you buy one? Like, there's one that says Texas bigger than the storm, and that, like, okay. that goes to benefit. But it's too much posturing. Like, if you have to wear a shirt that says you're that badass, chances are... Like I always said, when you see, like, this super out-of-shape guy wearing the... Uh, what's the... Um, the mixed martial arts shirt company. This one's pretty dope. It's just American a tap flag. Out. It looks all torn up. It's got it's got a bunch of guns on the bottom of it. It's not torn up. Those are, oh, those are guns. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, it looks torn, but when you get a closer look, it's like AKs and AR-15s. Wh- and... This one says "Whiskey Helps." Yeah. See, and I like the way the pecs look in the, in the, the how bottle. buff <laughs> would I look wearing this shirt, dude? <laughs> look, not that buff. Look, I can tell look you that. How much it looks like I worked out. Yeah. Right. When this, I can put your head on that if you like. I can put your head on a lot of things, though. Could you? Yep. Okay, this one has, like, Arabic. Listen, if you want to be manly, here's a cool way to do it. There's a place in Dyer uh, called First Shot, Inc. It's a virtual gun range. I don't know if you've seen it yet. It's uh, I drove next by to it. your favorite place in the world, Sheffield's. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, I took my kids there. I don't know if I told you this story. Have I told was... you what everybody that works there has? <laughs> yes. Okay. Not at First Shot. You're talking about Sheffield's. Sheffield's, yeah. But they all the, came down with something. Okay, but the the place next door, which would be to the uh, south of it, in the mall next door, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's a it's a virtual gun range, and just drove by it. I took my kids in there one day. I was like, yeah, let's. I don't know if my five year old daughter is going to be able to, you know, fire the gun, or if the dude's going to be cool with it, or what the deal was. I went in there. He set the system up for me, uh, put me in a, like in a giant room, like as big as your garage, okay. with barricades if you want to use them. Gave me two Glocks uh, that shoot air. You know what I mean? They're like, you know, for, now, are they, for are the they attached to a hose or anything? Or no, no, they're freestanding CO twos. Oh, so like cartridges or something? Yeah. That's so cool. he pops new cartridges in there, or whatever, and then he goes, "Yeah, you know, I think I bought a half hour," and he just was like, "Here's how you work the screen. You shoot at the floor uh, to change screens. You select by shooting the, the thing you want, so you could have a Hogan's Alley." Where it's a literal virtual you alley and people pop out, bad guys pop out. Okay, you could do a, range, a shooting range like we're just targets. Now, does an old western girl pop up like hey, pal, pal. You can do that too. Don't shoot her. But even better than that, that's why I thought of you because you could you could do zombies, which we did, Ooh, and I know your boy likes zombies. Really? So I thought, hey, you know what? My five year old might be a little too no. She was loving it. In fact, she had two both guns in the hand, in her hands at one time and was just what? Yeah, it was awesome. And uh, what does it say? I was going to do a half an hour. What are we talking about, price wise? Mm, approximately, I don't remember what it was for a half, like fifty bucks. Maybe. Over 50, okay, 50 I think it's fifty bucks. Okay. Let me just say that I I don't want to I don't want I I hate throwing that price out there. It's over hundred dollars. No, okay. no, no, no. Um, but I'll tell you what. The best part was that it wasn't like the guy was in there with you. Uh, he leaves you in the room and you, hey, come get me if you need anything or whatever. And I think you can, I think you could buy soft drinks there or whatever. And so there's no there's like way you can hurt anyone to, with these If you things. wanted to have a kid's party there or whatever, or you wanted to have your, a like, kid's party there? Yeah, like, you know. At a shooting range? Well, it's a virtual shooting range. It's not real, I mean, it's not yeah, real. still. No, nah, I mean, I tell you there's what. like virtual cake. You're like, mm, this My is daughter delicious. was all about, like, since we've been there, she cannot wait to go back. And the only reason we haven't gone back is just because time hasn't, hasn't permitted it. But, she loved it. And I'll tell you what, um, there's not, like, when you shoot the guy, you don't see, like, blood flying everywhere. But you could run through police scenarios as if you were a police officer. Whoa. Like, you could, it could be a traffic stop. 
You could go to a domestic situation. Um, and now if the guy's in there manipulating it, he could change by the way you're calling things out and saying, drop the gun. If you do correct commands, yeah. he could make you it to where the dude gives or, up. Or you but with him, him not being there, everything's a shoot situation. Okay. So you just go there and you have to know who to shoot before they shoot you. Right. Um, so it was me and my son, who's 12, and my daughter, who is 5, going to be 6. And we just went round robin and took turns on who, who got to go, or we two at a time. No, even, even short, like, like your five-year-old did it. I'm yeah, thinking, it like, our kid's too short to, you no. know. I mean, as long as you no can light. hold a gun and point it toward the screen, you're good. Okay. I wonder if, and I mean, know, I wonder if like it doesn't react above like it is five the feet it or... is the weight and the the size. It's a real gun, just switched out to be, you know, to not no fire bullets. That's cool. But um, awesome opportunity to to go there and just like rainy day. I would tell like put kids aside. If you want to go there with like you know a buddy of yours or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a it's something different to do. You know, people are always looking, ah, you know, I've done this, I've done that, what can we do? This is a cool opportunity, uh, you know, to go there and uh, and check it out. So I, I would I would suggest that everybody go to this place. Not to be too softy about it, though, but, like, bring my kids. I almost don't want them to know. Like, you always say, like, I don't want them to know. You don't think know. Dexter would think it was cool to shoot zombies? I think he would think it's very cool to what? shoot zombies. I think he would like it so much that he would want to grab a gun any chance he got and run around with him and pretend to... These are clear-cut I mean, zombies, though. It isn't like well, someone who goes, I, know, like, like, ah, I don't know if he was I a zombie. I teach him to respect guns and everything, but I do freak out a little bit about, like, because people always go, like, oh, it's a, a, a gun is a, a tool. It's not a toy, you know, and you got to respect it. And yeah, that's all fine and good, and that's all true. However, uh, they're, they're lying if they don't tell you how awesome it feels to well, shoot one. And he, it's, just, it's a ton of fun to shoot. I mean, here's even better. Tell your wife, hey, take a couple of your girlfriends and go there and shoot. Because if you ever wanted to teach oh, your wife to shoot... Gonna get, oh, they're going to get all riled Well, up. I mean, if you wanted to teach your wife to shoot before you go to the range, and sometimes you're at the range and there's a bunch of people, there's, there's kind of shady people there. Yeah, yeah. This is a nice, clean, safe environment where sure. no one's going to get hurt. You learn how to handle the gun. You learn about, um, you know, mu- uh, muzzle discipline and keeping, you know, yeah. pointing down Marksmanship range. Marksmanship won't be that... Yeah, I mean, you're it's... learning about gun nomenclature and just how you hold the gun after you're done shooting, how do you clear the gun, you know what I mean? So there, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot of... Stuff that you could you could even say, hey, if if your say your wife and her sister were like, oh, we always wanted to shoot a gun. This feels like I mean, beside the yeah, sound right, and the recoil, right. there's a really good opportunity to take some people that have never, and especially people who are like naysayers, like, oh, I'm afraid of guns. And I, no, let's go there and, and see what it then, feels like to hold it, a gun and do it. Sans yeah, bullets, yeah, absolutely. And then if they go, yeah, it really wasn't about it. Okay, great. But then they might go, I'd really like to shoot a real gun now and yeah. see. Because like Everybody you said, says I'm not into them until they dude, shoot and they go. Oh, I've never met anyone who had, who shot a gun and said like I didn't. It wasn't for me. No, I know it's, it's so powerful. It's, it's so yeah. yeah. And I'm not like a gun guy, but every time I do shoot, I go. I should do this more. Interestingly enough, today, uh, you know, when you saying like ah, you know, I don't know if I want my the idea of my kid maybe seeing my gun uh, or a family member's gun and thinking like oh, I just did this the other day that scares you, and, yeah. and you say like oh, I teach my kid about you know respecting guns and everything. But like I told you before, I grew up in a house where my dad was a competitive target shooter. Yeah. We grew up as competitive shooters. And so it's just sort of ingrained. And, you know, we were sitting at home now that I'm living at my mom's. And we were watching, I think, uh, Marked for Death uh, with Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal and, yeah. and me and my son. And my mom comes in and she's like, I can't believe you're letting your kid. I said, this is all This is all I ever watched. Like, what are you talking on. about? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but I know. But like sort of thinking like. 
you're supposed to be better than the generation before you. And, and, and we saw what happened. Kind of like she's going, we well, see what happened to you. What, what happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. So You want to make another one of those? And I just go like, my kids understand the difference, I think they do, between reality and movies. And yeah. I, I always looked at it and went like, you know, my dad always really enjoyed seeing how Steven Seagal was going to break bones or mm-hmm. take a guy's knife and, and find a, stab a different guy with it. And I go, yeah. hey, it's always pretty cool. You yeah. can't always watch Trolls. You can Sorry, do a lot man. of you things have, with pool cues. You have to, you have to break from, uh, from some of that stuff and, and give no, your kid a little I, culture. I get that. I, Especially I, with the boys. I'm just saying. That's, that's my thought process. No, I get that. And I'll... I'll teach him all that but i just don't like look I sh- he saw minecraft once he never stopped talking about it for like a year right so if i let him shoot a gun once guess what we're talking about every day you know what i'm saying i just don't want, I, don't, I don't want guns to be what we talk about all the time that's all that's all i'm saying but but, but that being said uh it is a nice did i make a compelling way. argument for though anybody any any women or men out there who've never shot a gun who are t- considering maybe getting a gun and before you go spend the money six, seven, eight hundred dollars on a on a nice gun to go there and actually see what it is like to fire a gun, see what kind of yeah. to what it what you know how to get a sight picture. I want to go right to, now. I want to wrap this. Yeah, up Yeah, I mean, we'll, 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 I'll we can go. I mean, whatever. In fact, I'll tell you what. I wouldn't be opposed to having a a, a Hama man gathering at this place. That would be something. And just saying, hey, we could go out for drinks afterwards, and uh, maybe you know get a couple of guys and go there and, and shoot for fun and. And uh, see who's interested in we'll doing it. We'll jacked up from shooting. Yeah. Some beers, we'll take some pre-workout, and then we'll go there. That's it. We'll do some push-ups. We'll do a scoop and a half of whatever <laughs> brand you said. I'll just leave something out. You come by and take it, and I'll tell you it's pre-workout. Do we have any time for news? Yeah. things that did happen close to our hearts and close to our homes uh Lil Wayne came to Hammond saw did you hear about that I saw he ended up going to Chicago too well that's what I want to talk about Lil Wayne came to Hammond and put on one hell of a show for 45 minutes I've said it before not a huge fan of live rap all the time unless it's a smaller set did you go to this I did not go okay I had plans to go okay. uh, my actually we talked my babysitter fell through and I could not go but I had planned to go see Lil Wayne but anyone that comes to the region, uh, it seems to be that, that they that they either can't leave the region or, or a piece of the region goes with them. <laughs> I'll read you the headline. Little Wayne seizes on scissor. Little Wayne suffered another seizure over the weekend, leaving him unconscious in a Chicago hotel room. Chicago, but he left Hammond, right? right? It's a testament to his internal fortitude that he's still breathing. Less a testament is his... This isn't like a, a AP article. Right. This one has a... Has an editorial feel to it. Uh, less a testament is his continued chugging of cough syrup laced fruit juice, which 
triggers his which triggers his epilepsy. Well, okay, and who says that though? I know that's happened in the past, but are we just assuming every time he has a seizure, that's must have been what he did because we know he used to do that? I haven't got that far to see if it's All a right. fact. I don't know. Um, no, I think they are assuming. I think right. they're going like, well. Here's the thing: If you drink that stuff all the time and you smoke pot all the time, then anytime you have a seizure, they're gonna go, "Well, let's go right. of that." And right. it's it's true and it's not true. Like right. maybe it wasn't before and it is now. Uh, celebrities have forever been blaming their drug addiction fallouts on semi-related or even unrelated medical conditions. Tiger Woods has chronic golfer's back pain. That's why he's on Ambien morphine. And well, you know that's a fact, dude. The the guy who put so much torque into his swing, you knew that just the way is is. His actual swing. I mean, his, I, I can barely I stand. If that. I stand up quick, my back hurts. I can imagine swinging a golf club at 150 miles an hour. I mean, plenty of people play baseball every day. They don't have that kind of problem. Oh, didn't you see the the other day the uh, one of the uh, Michael Conforto on the Mets swung and dislocated his shoulder when he missed the ball? Like he swung so hard, his shoulder popped out. Who did? Michael Conforto on Ooh, the Mets. Really? Yeah. No, I did not. It's pretty gruesome. Little Wayne either truly believes or puts out that his condition is entirely related to epilepsy while ignoring the fact that uh, the, the stuff in this drink is widely known to cause seizures. It's unclear how many of his fans are blind enough to believe his BS, or perhaps they want to be there when he locks up for the final time on stage. I would say most of his fans are deaf. Early death <laughs> is a big bona fide for rappers, and 34 is getting up there. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't hide the fact that he uses. He doesn't hide the fact that's that he uses scissors. That's a bullshit statement. Early death is is like a, a a normal thing in the rap game. Come on. Yeah, it's a total bullshit statement. This is <laughs> the stupidest. This thing is an entertainment heard. column. So I guess I shouldn't read it because it's uh, it, word for word because it's not like a real article. But basically, yeah, you know what? As a matter of fact, the headline will do because the rest <laughs> the rest is just going. It's all assumptions and speculation. It's, it's going well. I mean, this dude. I mean, he's got a lot of kids with different women. It's like that, that's that's not the point. Um, but he did come to Hammond, put on one hell of a show. He he did do Best Rapper Alive, one of my favorite Lil Wayne songs. I wasn't there to see Never it live. Heard it, so. and Best Rapper Alive, oh, it's fantastic. Um, but he, uh, I don't know if it's because of the syrup or not, but he did drink syrup. He did smoke a little bit. That's his normal routine. But uh, Lil Wayne, thoughts and prayers, because um, you shouldn't, Things shouldn't go that poorly for you just because you came to my hometown. That shouldn't, you know what I mean? I don't like, know if it's synonymous, but if you most come, likely. If you come from Holly Grove, you should be able to make it out of Hammond. <laughs> I made it out. Uh, next story is one that you let me know about. But uh, just by reading the headline, I'm like, yeah, I'm for it. Even though it doesn't even affect me personally. I, I think just, this I, is just today, I think. I just like it. raining down judgment. Uh, South, Lake's Mall, South Lake Mall's unsupervised teen ban is just being proactive. This is written by our boy Joseph Pete from the Times. South Lake Mall in Holbert will no, long, no longer allow teenagers under 17 without adult supervision on Friday and Saturday evenings. Any teen 17 or younger must be accompanied by an adult at least 21 years old from 4 to 9 p.m. Friday and Saturday. One adult can accompany up to six teens. This new policy goes into effect this Friday. So technically, a 21-year-old could bring six 19-year-olds with him. Um, so there is, there a is a loophole. A 19-year-old could go on his own. Why? I thought you had to 17 be... or younger. Okay. Must be so something. a 19-year-old could... Or a 21-year-old could bring seven or six 17-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, and my whole statement to this is, you've done it to yourself. So anybody who's bitching about this or going, well, that's bullshit or... You know, hey, you know, this is this is race related, or this is you know, uh, ageism or whatever. Yeah, it's all it, it's not racism. It's it's definitely ageism because you can't act right. 
First of all, well, it's who ages goes to the because mall? there's a specific age. So there, yeah, there let's used get that to be a reason table. to go to the mall uh, and just walk around, and that was to look for chicks, right? Sure. But everybody shops online now anyway. What is the point of even going to the mall? Do people go to the mall to close? I mean, but but do people go to the mall to just be seen still? I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm so far removed from it. I don't know. I, I I'm far removed from it too because I go to the mall to go to the Disney store and watch my daughter have a seizure. Maybe she's drinking scissors. <laughs> um, I I I would guess that you do some shopping there, but mostly you can't get into bars and stuff like you know you're young. Mm-hmm. You can't go. So when you meet chicks, let's let's go to the mall. We'll walk around. I bet they just meet each other and just walk around. But right? you know like as well did. as I do, when you have a group of three or more. Boys, teenage boys, trouble will happen. They will find trouble. I don't care what, if you're a nerd, I don't care what you are. Yeah. When you have boys hanging out together, in my opinion, because I was one, mm-hmm. you will find trouble of some sort. We, we used to, um, my brother's friend, Ibrahim, was the, the, the king of going to public places and doing like pranks and things like that. Um, and this is... Harmless fun. This back in you know early nineties. Like pull my finger kind of stuff. Yes. Or smell my finger and tell me where it's been. Pull uh, (laughs) everyone's fingers. Yeah. Uh, He would take Mr. Bubble. He would buy Mr. Bubble and he would pour pour it in the fountain. Not a huge deal, but it was great. You know, when you're 14, you see that it's like it made it would make my week. I'm like, oh, this this is amazing. Um, We used to have a lot of fun. I think I I think I might have told this story before, but we did this at the grocery store and also at the mall. When you go and you get a point for everything you take out of someone else's cart or bag or box. Like in Practical Jokers sort of stuff. Yes. You're you playing can... against other guys. Your, your buddies. Yes. Yes. You, you get a point for anything you take out of someone else's possession. Not their stuff. Like right. their, their consumables. Uh, and then you get a point for when you put it into someone else's cart. Right. That way uh, it's hilarious when the old lady goes to buy her stuff and she's got a big box of condoms and everyone laughs. You know what I mean? Or she gets all the way home and has to realize, you know, her, her husband who has cancer that she went to the store for, she, nine of the 20 things that she yeah. put in her cart aren't actually there. Yeah. I'm she like, listen, uh, you didn't get your cancer meds and I feel bad about that. <laughs> but somebody else. Why you got those rubbers, you old, <laughs> the old bag? You know, they right. they're, they're gotcha. Good so clean we, fun. We would have to follow her home, yeah, so like, we could point and laugh, like you know, gluing the uh, the coin slot on a uh, tele on a payphone, or just stupid ignorant. Yeah. That's just it, boys. And anybody, well, oh, that's that's a generalization. No, it's not. One hundred percent the truth. Boys are idiots, all of them, every single one. Oh my god! And especially yeah. when you add a second boy, most of them. And when you add, the more the more you add, yes. it's all about daring. There's one guy usually that's willing to do whatever. And the other guys basically just stand around him and, and get him to do the, whatever those things are, right? Yeah, and it's funny how, like, you'll have a certain IQ, like, even if it's low. You got a dumb boy, you get him with five other boys, suddenly they're all dumber, collectively and individually. Have you seen the, there's a Twitter account called Hold My Beer While I? No, but I am tired of that phrase already. So basically what it is is just idiot guys. And majority of them are guys doing things like jumping off a garage roof onto a table oh. and then smashing through the table and busting their head or, you know, all these I've things that you think are like, like these like great ideas that end up with in horrible maiming accidents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, okay. and, and that's why, I don't know who said it before, probably a lot of people, but you wonder how most boys make it to adulthood. Oh, the, my God. And think about all the stuff that you did growing up and you're like, dude, I mean, it was especially with your brothers, it's like, 
Yeah, I could have easily killed him on accident. Like, oh, it would, you know I mean, oh my god! I'm sure yeah. right now you're flashing through yes. like so many things and going. Yes. Like, uh, and for another time, for yes. sure. I mean, I, I would hate to open that can of worms and not be able to expound. I don't want to go into specifics right now. But, but I think yeah. that we, I would definitely like to hear back from the listeners and say like if you have an example of when they've done that, and then after we get that, we'll talk about our, you know, maybe talk about some of the yeah. times that we've done it. There was a night that I referred to as the river runs through it, and I did some <laughs> things that were. The, the, the last thing I want to talk about quickly, because uh, we didn't get to, I called it right. And I don't care what you say. I called four fights in a row right on that night. The, you McGregor say you called McGregor Mayweather. It's, it's well, like no, no, no. me but saying like... That part, yes, I agree. I already told you. But here's the thing. You had friends that you work with. You, I had people. You had, The other guy was Mayweather's protege. That was almost in the bag, too. What do you mean? He almost lost it? The fellow that came out with the first Yeah, Javante Davis. Yeah. You mean almost in the bag? What do you mean? Like it was no, a no I mean, thing like, he was going to win? He was a heavy favorite. He should have been. But the fact is, is he was out drinking and partying, and he looked like crap. I mean, he should have walked through that person, but he didn't. Mm. So he still, I mean, easily beat him, but it wasn't for a lack wasn't of... that easy. The guy got a couple, but yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah. So with that being said, fine. But I'm just saying there were so many people out there, even to the last minute, that were like, well, I don't know. I mean, you know, that heavy left hand. And I'm going to tell you this. This is my opinion. Yeah. I'm going to say it how I believe it to be. He did hit Mayweather clean several times. Whether or not people want to say Mayweather let him get some shots off or extended the fight or nothing huge. He got a couple uppercuts. He he, he nailed him with an uppercut yeah, yeah. in open field, middle of the ring, straight up, no defense. Hit him with an uppercut. Did not even phase Mayweather. So right. for the people that went like, well, Mayweather has a weak chin. He never knocks people out. He no one's. I don't know anyone that ever said he had a weak chin because he doesn't. He's been hit by every single person he's ever fought and never yeah. gone down. Uh, or never been knocked out, never gone down, never yeah, been knocked out. Yeah. So to say he's a weak chin is just your assumption because you say he doesn't. You're saying he doesn't knock people out, so you also assume that he's a pussy and right. he can't and he just dodges people. No, he yeah. takes hits and he didn't go down. So part of me thinks I don't know that he. he, he, he I don't know that he was opening himself up to take a shot to I show think people, people pair that chin with how you give. Also, right? No, like I, like if you take a shot. Like, a person that has a tough chin takes a shot and gives a shot. Right. No, he takes a shot and then continues to hide and duck. Sure. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. took a shot not because he wanted to. No. Got one got through. Couldn't dodge them all. But here's the thing. For people that's... It was the whole... Everybody was laying this whole thing on... I'll tell you what. The puncher's power. chance. If power. he gets hit with that left, if he gets connected with the clean shot, he's going down, he's going out. No, he didn't. No. It was... And and I love the he people that connect, go like and he didn't go the, down. The best argument I hear, and this is the the most probably the one that's used the most, even in professional sports broadcasting, is if Floyd Mayweather is the best or considered the best defensive fighter, the best fighter of his era, whatever the case may be, how did Conor McGregor, a guy with zero fights, go ten rounds? And if you watch the fight, anything if you know anything about Floyd, the first thing is he never fights back until like the fourth round. It was maddening. almost all the time. I don't watch a lot of Mayweather. I knew about what he does, but watching it was maddening. I was like, this is just hard to watch. For what reason? Because you or you were like, I'm not getting my money. He threw for four it. punches in right. the second round. I was counting. I think he threw four. Well, later now I get it, it's a strategy, but it's really uh, later just, on. He's this also is just terrible to watch. He's also somebody. saying now. Originally, we had this argument or we had this conversation yeah. where you said, "I think that's he's kind of cheating because, you know, he's not giving the fans what they want. He's, he's basically the fans. right. Yeah. He's going to tire this guy out because he doesn't want to fight him man to man, all balls out mano yeah. a mano. But that's not what he does anyway. But let's right. put that aside. Yeah. He later even says, "I felt like in my Bon Voyage fight, I wanted to really give the fans what they paid for and take this thing far beyond in, in, the, in the late rounds." So to him, it was like, if you hear his corner every round, it's like, wait till the fourth. 
wait till the fourth. He's going to tie her out. Just wait till the fourth. Don't do anything yet, and then you're going to open up on him. So I've watched it five times since since it happened. Okay. And we, I keep watching. I sat there, and I thought, That's while terrible. it was happening, I have to tell you, not once did I think. There were a couple times where I was like, dude, is he going to turn it on? What's going to happen here? And maybe maybe Connor could get lucky. But never in my mind did I think he was going to get, Floyd was going to get knocked out. And I think, honestly, no. I probably Even when gained. Connor was coming at him. He wasn't. I gained. Because there was a point where Floyd is sitting on, on the corner, maybe nine, and he smiles. He's not even breathing heavy. Right. And Connor's back in his corner, and his people are talking to him, like, conserve your energy, do this. And he is. Because he's been trying to knock a guy out for nine rounds. Bent. Yeah. And that's where it comes to this whole argument where when you're fighting in MMA, you could grapple, hold, and get your breath while you're down in on the ground in ground fighting. Yeah. You get a yeah. position, you hold it, you're getting your breath, you slow things down a little bit. Um, you're not on the balls of your feet. Yeah, the but time, it, yeah. when you're chasing a guy and you're constantly throwing errant punches that are just missing, yeah. it takes so much out of you. And yeah. I think another thing that people didn't realize is the enormity of the event, the, the level of stress, whether he wanted to admit it. The whole world is watching. You've went out of your way and said, I'm knocking this dude out in the first. I'm going to yeah. knock him out in the third. You know what? No, I'm knocking him out in the first round. It's getting deeper and deeper. Yeah. You've hit him with shots, and now it's getting harder and harder, and you're going, dang it. Ooh. Sucks, yeah. I mean, I went out there and sold this fight and basically put my balls on the line and said, like, I'm knocking this dude out. He's a bitch. I own boxing. And now, as time goes on, it's it's looking it's not looking good. <laughs> right. But right. by and, and so in the 10th round, he comes out, and right away, and I'm watching with my son, hands are down. And I, I go, dude, this is, he's, he's not even, def- he comes out with his hands down. Yeah. And when he puts his hands up, that energy that he's using, he threw a couple of jabs right off the bat, like almost like he was touching him in the forehead, just to show, I'm still in it, I'm still he's in still it. A, yeah, and he's yeah. trying to convince himself. So you see how the fight ends in that round or whatever, and, the, and then people are going, well, you know, they should have let him get knocked out. They should have let him 100% get knocked down, so there's no question. And that's not the ref's job. Yeah. When a person is defenseless and they have their hands down, they're not defending. And he, when the ref, I've seen fights where guys are like, get pissed where the ref, uh, a perfect one is Mayweather versus uh, Angel Manfredi. The ref gets in, it, it, he's throwing, Mayweather's throwing a flurry of shots. Manfredi's not fighting back. The ref is telling him, you better fight back, you better fight back. And he's still, he's moving. And Mayweather's really not connecting, but he's throwing a major, like just a ton of punches. And the ref gets in there and calls it off. And so Manfredi right away is up in his face. Like, hey, no, no, that's bullshit. You call, this is politics. I wasn't even hurt. You did not see that from Conor McGregor. He was gra- gasping when the, when the ref grabbed him. When Robert Byrne grabbed him, he, he was, was like, done. he was, in my mind, he was going, thank God. He thank God. Because I just don't even, ha- I couldn't even argue it because I'm so tired. And he even said. So I get a little, I give him far more respect than I had from the beginning. I understand a lot of that is selling the fight. Yeah. You want to be the bad boy, and now you have two bad boys. Well, so you got to be better than the other to the bad fight boy. Fight being over when it's over, right? Over. Not anyone saying it's right. over, right? You know, and so. and I and I don't see him. I see him saying, "Yeah." I, at one point, I think his argument was, "I've gotten fatigued before, but then if you would have let me come out the next round, I would have shaken it off." I do. I get wobbly and I come back. But that yeah. doesn't happen when you have no gas. You don't get gas. I mean, if you got rocked, and then the bell rang, and you had a you know time to sit in your corner before yeah. the next round. You could potentially sometimes guys get rocked on their feet, get hit again, and they're unrocked. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's but a not not when you lose stamina, when you lose gas and yeah, endurance, I done. you're done. I, I didn't have any. So he was ultimately, I have to eat my words. I told you day one, I would. There's no way in hell I'd pay for it. And I want to tell you what happened is I I also was going to use the fire stick because I was at my mom's house, and my brother-in-law Steve, who I called and he he happened to call me and was running through his bets. Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I said, yeah, no, I had the fire stick. 
I don't know how to I don't know how to get live events. And he goes, Oh, what do you have? And I told him, I got you know this is the program that's on it or whatever. No, 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 no. You got to go with this program. Erase that program. So I erased the program that was already on there to get the program he says was the best, and it destroyed the fire stick. It erased my fire stick. Oh, right. So then I had to pay the hundred dollars oh, thanks to him. Uh, so that being said, yeah, it was a highly entertaining fight. Uh, what do you say? Does that count as Floyd? Does Floyd get fifty, or do we say forty nine in an exhibition? No, win? they gave him. I know the they did license, but a lot of people are so okay. So that's your argument. Yeah, he was given a license. It's not up to me whether you're fifty. It's I'm just saying in your opinion. In your opinion. Because uh, a lot of people are like, well, this dude's not a... Pro-. Now they want to say, well, he wasn't a professional boxer. It's like, yeah, but beforehand, if he would have beat Floyd, you wouldn't have been like, oh, it's only an exhibition. No. Floyd he, really wasn't trying. You made him a professional boxer legally. He went out there, and uh, no, it's fine. And do you all... I mean, you, by, by that logic, he fought other guys who were just, uh, you know what I mean, not that good, so... So, I know your whole mindset at the beginning was like, well, I thought it was kind of a... Not a, it's a good strategy, but not one that you thought was very entertaining. It's a strategy to win. It's a smart strategy, but my strategy. I'm not even drinking. Uh, my my argument is, what if both fighters did that? What if they both? Well, that, happens, did, that does happen often, and then you, often. you see the crowd standing up. Boom. Right. So, but you're 50 percent of that shitty fight. But you're, you knew- you're forcing the other guy to come, and if the other guy, the other guy's, I feel like is bound by. Okay, I owe these fans something. I got to go out here and do this. What if McGregor just kind of just... I think you have to know who you're fighting, though. And I think Floyd knows this dude's going to come out like a Brahma bull. Like, yeah. he's coming out. He's not going to play the game where he dances around. He's going to... He's already told people... Always, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to let the other guy be the tough guy. And, and do they not out. say, styles make fights. And this is what makes yeah. this fight interesting, is you knew one guy was going to come out, and the people who were boxing Foreman people Ali. knew right away... Foreman I'm, Ali without the good Foreman. Yeah, well, he basically <laughs> I, basically Mayweather is going to let this dude war, throw punches all day long, and he's going to no, get I hit. I get the he's strategy. Gonna, I'm just saying I don't like that strategy did, at all because you that strategy relies on the other person being what is sort of, in my mind, the bigger man and going, okay, dude, we can't both do this. I'll come out there and I'll try to knock you out. Because if but, he doesn't do that, it's just shouldn't, shitsville. Shouldn't Connor have gone back to his corner and his corner stress, hey, dude, if he's not throwing like crazy, you need to not be throwing like crazy because we've seen enough Floyd Mayweather fights because we've been training for the fight as managers and trainers, and we know never does Floyd come out throwing punches this late in his career yeah, until the sure. fourth round. So what you need to do is pick your spots. Pick your spots. But it was like, no, keep the pressure on. Keep, you know, you're doing good. But they're and, like, listen, he's older. He can't take it. You're going to knock him out. And so I yeah. think that, that one of the biggest problems is, is this guy surrounded himself with a bunch of people who... Let him decide what the, the best yeah. strategy was yeah. when really their job is to go like, hey, dude, we're seeing it from outside. You need to change up what you're doing here. Because he even said during the fight, Floyd changed three different three different strategies. You recognized it, Connor, but you didn't change your strategy. Right. You stayed one dynamic. You just kept or, you know, uh, yeah. Everyone knew you. Yeah, so it just came down to like, will you not? But did you, at the end of the day, did you see when Floyd, like when the tide turned, were you like, they didn't impress you? That you're like, wow, this dude is at that level. Like, Floyd is definitely... No, I mean, he was just scoring think, at will. No, because point. I didn't think Floyd looked that good. But he was score Every punch he threw was just, like, on point. A super tired. And a guy with his hands. So it wasn't that impressive to me. It was fun to watch. I was like, oh, here it comes, here it comes. But I wasn't like, wow, look how sharp he is. He looked like a faded version of his, of his old <laughs> self, which I didn't enjoy watching. No. Well, you know what I mean? I will tell you this. Go back and watch I some of the... I want to see Go back and watch Triple G. That's going to be great. That's... Yeah, it's going to be great. You won't hear me complaining about anyone just not fighting them. I will I tell hope. you that uh, do yourself a favor. Uh, now that Floyd's done, go back and watch some of his earlier fights, and you will see an aggressive 
in your face Floyd Mayweather early on in his career, and, and he, he was exciting. Maybe later years when he's yeah. fighting a guy like Pacquiao who's super aggressive, and he's got so much riding on this 50-0 and 0 record that he's working toward. It's like, I'm going to play it safe. At that point, he plays it yeah. safe. Yeah, so. But I, I mean, just want to make sure that I talked about the fly in underwear the same amount of time I talked about professional gotcha, fighting. That's gotcha. all. I like to... I like to all right. Uh, it's like if it's a pie, I want even pieces. <laughs> well, that's episode 156. We will see you next week or the week after that or sometime in the near future. Later. Later. Later.